Welcome to the Digital Marketing Revolution. This is the AI-powered marketing show, where the future of marketing is not just imagined, it's already here. Are you an entrepreneur, a digital marketer, or a tech enthusiast? Then you're in the right place. Every day, we explore the cutting-edge tools that help you manifest and monetize your expertise through the power of funnel hubs, supercharged with artificial intelligence. Unlock the secrets of turning your expertise into a digital powerhouse. From actionable insights to transformative strategies, we've got you covered. Now, let's dive into the world where AI meets marketing, where ideas meet execution, and where you meet success. Your journey to marketing mastery starts here. Here's your host, Keith Bell, bringing the future of marketing to you today. Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome back to the AI-powered marketing show, where we explore the intersection of artificial intelligence and cutting-edge marketing strategies. I'm your host, Keith Bell. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today, I want to talk to you about a concept that popped into my head when I was reading Brendan Kane's book, hook points, how to survive in a three second world, and specifically chapter six titled, listen to learn and learn to listen. And the chapter starts off by talking about one of the first piece of it, pieces of advice that Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks and one of the key investors in the show Shark Tank was the first person that really impacted his life and business told him, you know, Mark, I want you to take out a piece of paper and write up in the top left corner the word listen. Mark Cuban, when he was uh, younger and first starting out, he was very energetic, like a lot of entrepreneurs are. And he was kind of all over the place, I'm gathering. And this person, I forget his name, told Mark he needed to listen. So it got me thinking. Many of you know that I was a police officer for 23 years. 13 of those years, I was a detective and detective sergeant. I interviewed hundreds, hundreds of suspects and probably thousands of witnesses and victims of crime. But specifically, I want to focus on interrogations. And there are two prevailing uh, interrogation methods, interview slash interrogation, and there is a difference, um, methods within the law enforcement community. One's the, the read technique which asks a series of very carefully scripted questions and the responses will tell you a lot about the truthfulness or deceptiveness of your suspect. The other is kinesics. And that's what I want to focus on today. So kinesics is it involves the study of body movements, gestures, facial expressions, and 
<clears throat> other nonverbal communication. These are all foundational to kinetic interviewing. So for example, you're talking to a suspect that is biting their lip, has their arms crossed. Um, one of them was uh, where they would sit in the chair and they would literally, literally be leaning towards the door, which to me would tell me that psychologically they wanted to get out of there. They did not want to be there. So what was the purpose of kinesic interviewing? It focused on observing the, the suspect's nonverbal cues during the interrogation to basically assess their truthfulness. Um, what was significant about it? These nonverbal reactions, such as changes in posture, eye movement, vocal tone, facial expressions, are analyzed to detect signs of stress, discomfort, deceit, under the theory that psychological stress causes a physiological reaction. And we know this to be true from polygraphs. Polygraphs, I'm not an expert in polygraphs. Polygraphs measure um, a number of different indicators, but stress will affect one's performance on a polygraph. So why am I talking to you about kinesic interviewing? I began to think, can the principles not necessarily the goals and objectives of obtaining a suspect's confession in a criminal setting, can the principles of kinesic interviewing and interrogation be applied to digital marketing and marketing in general? Now, obviously these principles work best in a face-to-face -face type setting but, you know, it got me thinking, so I went to my old friend Perplexity uh, and really got no um, tangible research or data on this. Maybe I am uh, developing a new uh, type of digital marketing. I don't know. Maybe I've stumbled onto something here. To be determined. Anyway. Can these principles be used in digital marketing? Well, obviously, again, they have to be done in a face-to-face -face setting. So I went to ChatGPT and I asked the same question. And here's some of the responses I got back. So observe nonverbal cues. Pay attention to your prospect's body language, facial expressions, gestures, and posture. Signs of discomfort or stress, such as crossed arms, lack of eye contact, or fidgeting, might indicate a disagreement or disinterest in the proposal. Now, I also was in sales for many years before I was a detective. And I think a lot of the principles I learned in sales helped me tremendously when I was a detective. I'm a thorough believer that all of the knowledge and skills that I have developed during my lifetime have benefited me in one way or the other. How I apply them is the key. So looking at these nonverbal cues 
you can tell if your prospect is interested or not interested. Now, obviously, if you're talking to a prospect and they've got their arms crossed and they're leaning back in their chair and, you know, they're they're giving off all kinds of nonverbal cues that, you know, they're not interested, you're wasting their time, you know you've got a problem. You've got to get them engaged, leaning forward, asking questions, being involved in the conversation. So... I think in that respect, Kinesics can definitely help you as a digital marketer. And I believe it can be applied to sales too. So think about that concept and how that might help you. Number two, adjust your communication based on feedback. So just like I did in Kinesic interviewing, adapting the questions based on the subject's reactions, Adapt your communication style and content based on the prospect's nonverbal feedback. If you notice signs of interest or engagement when discussing a particular topic, delve deeper into that area. If you detect discomfort or disinterest, consider changing the topic or approach. Third, build rapport. Use positive nonverbal cues yourself to build rapport and make the prospect feel at ease. This indicates, this includes maintaining eye contact, nodding to show understanding, smiling genuinely, and using open gestures. Mimicking the prospect's positive body language subtly can also create a sense of empathy and connection. And this was in a, in a law enforcement setting. It was so, so very important to build rapport with your suspect. And I think this is where a lot of police officers struggle because they, especially new guys that came off the street into the detective uh, setting, they were, so, and this is a, no fault of them, they were so used to trying to get to the facts as quickly as possible because on the street, you're running from call to call going from this this crisis to the next crisis, and you don't have the time or luxury that a detective has to take time and build rapport with people. And that running from call to call and that um, inability to take the time to build rapport with people, a lot of times will put up barriers to communication. So use these positive nonverbal cues. Okay, number four, provoke thoughtful response. So similar to asking punishment questions in kinesic interview. So what do we mean by punishment questions? In an interview and interrogation, one of the questions I would ask, so Mr. You know, Mr. John Doe, what do you think should happen to the person who did this? How do you think they should be punished for their responsibility in this event. And then you sit back and you listen, hence this is why this kind of triggered my um, response when I was reading the book today. You listen and you watch. So that's how we use it in a law enforcement setting. So Similar to that, you can ask open-ended questions that encourage the prospect to reveal more about their needs, concerns, and preferences. 
this not only provides valuable insight, but also engages the prospect actively in the conversation. So a question that you might ask a prospect is, Mr. Prospect, three years from now, how do you envision this problem being solved? Or how do you envision the long-term impact of this problem on your business? See what I'm doing there? I'm trying to get them to, you know, get involved in a conversation and think, okay, three years, this is what's going to happen. If I don't solve this problem, this, this is, you know, so carefully craft those questions and provoke thoughtful responses. Fifth, detect and address concerns. Use your observation of nonverbal cues to detect underlying concerns or objections a prospect may have. So if a guy suddenly in the middle of your um, conversation crosses his arm and leans back, you might want to pause and say, you know, is there, is there something that I'm not getting here? Is there something that I need to know or that I'm not addressing? And listen and observe. Very important, all of these principles have to be used ethically. Don't, um, don't use these principles to manipulate your prospect. These uh, tools are great for eliciting responses, but you're not, <clears throat> you don't want to use them to manipulate or, I hate to use the word con, but con your, your prospect because that inauthenticity will come back and bite you in the ass later. And I just want to finish up with practice active listening. Show that you're active listening. Okay. So this was important. Even during an interview or an interrogation, I would do things like ask follow-up questions. You want to do the same thing with your prospect paraphrase and repeat back to them what they said. Um, all of these things help to engage your prospect, let them know that you're actively listening to their problems and that you're interested in what they're saying. So I don't know where I'm going to go with this, but I thought it was interesting Again, I like to apply knowledge that I've learned from other environments to my digital marketing. There may already be somebody out here that is using these principles. If so, let me know. I would love to read more about it and learn more about it. So I'm always looking to learn. Anyway, if you got value out of today's podcast, please, please, please follow my podcast. Leave a review because I like to use the reviews to improve myself as a podcaster. And also, if you haven't yet, head on over to my Funnelosophy YouTube channel, smash that subscribe button, hit that notification bell so you're notified every single time I put out a new video. And as always, you have a fantastic day. Go out, work hard, keep, keep going, strive towards your goals, keep innovating, keep learning. 
and keep listening. And I will see you in the next episode.